Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Varsity Firearms Podcast, episode 13. Not a fan of that number, but we are on episode 13. I'm your host, John Valenti, and today we're going to be joined by my support hand, the Alabama Slammer, Dave Simon, and we are going to talk about how handgun calibers and ammo hone your capability and direct you to choose the firearm that works for you. Let's get on with it. All right, let's get underway. Episode 13 of the Varsity Firearms Podcast, where we're going to talk about handgun calibers today. I have my man, Dave Simon, with me. What's up, Dave? How you doing? What up, son? How are you, brother? I'm chilling, bro. Another episode. Another episode. So we're going to talk about handgun calibers and understand how to choose the right one. Now, Dave, I know there's one out there for you because we've had this conversation before. Hell yeah. But as you know, there's a big selection out there. And that's good news because there's one for everyone, meaning the choice or option is really yours. Well, I have a choice, for I sure. Know, I know you do. I know you do. And that's funny because you're not even a handgun guy. No, I'm all about the long gun, son. You know, I'm getting used to the handgun because of you. Well, I'm glad you're uh, finally finding that adaptability that you've been looking for. You know, funny story, me and Dave first started shooting together, he was, I don't want to say intimidated, but he was negative about those handguns. He wanted to keep taking me shooting with these long guns, all the rifle shooting, and it took him a long time to come with me. But you found it. Yeah, you're right. It took a long time. I wasn't trying to hear it. Yeah, you weren't. You weren't. But... Anyway, there are a large variety of shapes and sizes, and some handgun calibers are more common or popular than others, and there's a lot of reasons why, right? I mean, we hear about things. Yeah, that's because, you know, reviews and uh, quality feedback. Yeah, absolutely. That's true, and that's, that's great. That's great that you say that because it's the power of social media. You know, we, we not only form our own opinion, but I think we get good information through blogs or YouTube, right? Yeah. So, and we're able to learn and even cross-reference our own experience against the ones we're watching or reading about. But you know what? There are, there's a lot of popular calibers out there. And for me, I'm a 9mm guy. I also think 9mm leads the pack. But other than the 9mm, you know, there's the 45 ACP, there's the 40 Smith and Wesson, and there's the 380, and let's even say the 38, right? And the 357 Magnum, and finally the 22. I think those are all the most popular or the most discussed um, calibers. What do you think? I think you're right. Yeah, I think so too. That's well. These are the ones that I'm that are common to me, but. When I'm in conversation, these are the guns we talk about, or these are the, the calibers we talk about, I should say, and for multiple reasons. But, you know, the 9mm is definitely one of the most popular handgun calibers used worldwide, I think. And the 45, you know, it gets its, it gets its um, prestige for its stopping power and large bullet diameter. Yeah, you're right. But you know one that I really like? Um, I won't say it's in my, my top two, but I'll say I really like it, and that's the 40 Smith & Wesson, because 
it was designed to be a compromise between the nine millimeter and the 45. And it just offers a, a balance, you know, it was a balance between magazine capacity and stopping power. And it's also commonly used in law enforcement agencies, right? That's pretty much what we hear back. That's what I hear, people. John. Yeah. You know, a couple of our friends that are uh, in law enforcement, we, we, we talk a little bit of ammo with them and they're big on the 40. That's probably what got me, you know, hooked on that 40 a little bit. But another one of my preferred choices is that 380 that we mentioned. Um, you know, it's, it's a little bit smaller and less powerful than, let's say, the 9mm. But it has some popularity, especially for its concealed carry due to the compact size of the firearms that are chambered in it. And I'd say the 380, probably my next in line to most popular for me. And they also recommend it for training and working on accuracy. I just think it fits a lot of, a lot of pieces, you know, when it comes to self-defense, uh, range shooting, carrying. I just, I like it. I'm a big fan of it. And, you know, it really helps with learning to control recoil. And I'm going to say this to you, Dave. You know, I know you like that SIG chambered in 380. Yeah, I do. And the biggest thing for you was what? The recoil. Yeah, so, you know, not being a handgun guy or not shooting a lot. I shouldn't even say you're not a handgun guy because that's more of a joke. But you don't shoot it enough. You don't shoot handguns enough. So when you go and shoot, that 380. That's my go-to. It is, because you get better work at it, right? That's right, that's right. And, and you're only building. But, you know, I know you like this one, too. I also like the 38, especially if you're into revolvers. Um, the 38 is known for its versatility and reliability. and Yeah, but it's often uh, used for as a revolver or lever-action rifle. The lever action rifle that is a very true point and you know let's just throw an honorable mention out there to the 357 magnum it's also a powerful cartridge and it could be fired out of a 38 special again known for its stopping power and significant recoil also it's got some recoil on it but you know we we'll throw that out there but the last one i want to talk about is the 22 caliber. Man, that's weak. Yeah, don't judge, Dave, because, listen, we know that it's not notable for self-defense, but the 22 is exceptionally popular for target shooting, and due to its low cost, right, that plays a part. It does. And, of course, the easy one, the low recoil, uh, it's... It comes with a lot of controversy, you know, and I know that. I agree with all that you're saying, John, all of that. But, you know, but these are just some calibers, and I just wouldn't sleep on the twenty two because it can be useful somehow, some way for something. So I'm going to throw that out there as one of the popular calibers. But, you know, these are just some of the calibers that are out there, and I think 
you know, any of the calibers we, we're talking about now definitely will fit the script for anybody, um, you know, and it'll, you'll find a way to adjust with your own strengths and considerations, you know, because the choice of caliber um, just, it depends on the things you intended, you, you intend to use it for, whether it's, you know, personal preference or just recoil tolerance to become a better shooter or a more accurate shooter. Right. Okay, so as we move on to understanding calibers, especially for beginners here, learning with a reduced caliber is a great starting point for new shooters. This will help build confidence, develop good shooting, and help you become proficient. And, you know, this could all start with the 22, but we have to think about price point. And if we're talking about price point, the 22 caliber actually comes in handy. But from what I've seen, the nine millimeter and 22 caliber is probably priced the best. Now, in my honest opinion, my recommendation is definitely the nine millimeter. I think it's an excellent choice for everyone, including beginners, because even though it's a little more, it's more powerful, I don't wanna say a little, even though it's more powerful, it still has a manageable recoil, especially if you put in the work. Now, I don't wanna sell it like this, but I'm not a big fan of the 22 caliber but it's a strong option for ranges and long gun competition. It also, it's popular for people who get to the range a lot uh, because it's cheaper to dump rounds of 22 than it is to dump rounds of nine millimeter, 380 or even 38. But let's give it a compliment and I would say it drives the word low, right? Most definitely, low recoil, low noise, and low cost. Correct, so there is your strength, right? So maybe you're a 22 person and maybe the 22 is enough for you, but it comes with a little bit of a reward and that's the low reward, right? Low, low. <laughs> so, but Honestly, it is definitely ideal for, you know, building good fundamentals. But while we're talking about building fundamentals, um, same reasons of, of low recoil and gaining good shooting fundamentals, the 380 will also cover you with that. Um, now, the cost is drastically different because the 380 is a little more expensive. Um, but the 380 is a step up from the 22 in terms of power, and it's definitely, it's got a mild recoil, um, but it's enough to get your mindset right to move up to that 9mm or 38 or even 40. I, it's a good choice. Let's call it decent stopping power and something to give you 
good controlled manageable recoil which is all going to reflect on you as a shooter now if you prefer a revolver i'm going to go with 38 38 special all day that's a good choice and again still has manageable recoil um and it's a very simple operation for beginners you know the there's not much to the revolver you load it you unload it you know you learn how to control that hammer and you know everything changes it's it's very simple simple cleaning everything but remember selecting the right handgun as a shooter as a new shooter it's just as important to select the right caliber the caliber that fits you look for a handgun that fits you comfortably or fits comfortably in your hand and is appropriate for the intended use right it has to be appropriate for your intended use yeah you're right i mean I like the 38 is nice but i like this striker fire you know not i'm not into the hammer guy yeah no i get it i understand that i do i'm not a big 38 guy either but I do like to shoot it from time to time. Uh, I do like the snub 38, that nice little snub nose 38. I do like to shoot that. Well, you like them little guys, huh? Yeah, I do. I do. Well, yeah, you know, they handle them kind of well. Like, Thanks, brother. Like a, like a pro. I appreciate Not quite that. a pro, but like a pro. I appreciate that. Right, no I'm problem. Gonna, I'm going to find the compliment in there, Dave. All right, then. So that's a quick overview um, based on my opinion and, and your opinion too, Dave. You know, we've, we have these discussions a lot, but this is a quick overview when it comes to particular calibers. And, you know, I'm a believer and an advocate of having a selection of handguns in different calibers. And I think it's an advantage. It's an advantage for several reasons. Uh, let's say versatility, you know, by... Having handguns in various calibers, you can expand on your firearm choice, right? Yeah, right. I mean, smaller guns are good for concealed carry, and the larger caliber is more for home defense, you know? Right, right. so you want to be able to handle the, the smaller caliber, the larger caliber, and you decide what you want them for, right? So, yeah, I agree. You know, that, that's, how, that's being more versatile, you know? And, you know, some are even good, particular guns are even, or calibers are even good for the range or competition shooting, you know, like that 9mm or, or 22 that we've, you know, that we're both against but not against. But how you manage recoil as an individual really comes from understanding your firearm, you know, and making sure you have, you know, good fundamentals and, you know, it's the firearm you choose has to suit your comfort and experience. And also, you know, it's got to be something that you enjoy shooting. You can't go somewhere and be like, you know, you can't be disappointed after your shots, right? So you got to go and you got to build that confidence level and you got to control that firearm and you got to feel good about what you're doing and, and you don't want the kickback to, you know, 
to, to injure you, anything. You know, it's got to mm-hmm. be something you enjoy doing, right? Right. Or even, you know, the, the availability of ammunition. I mean, uh, that can vary depending on where you live or the current market conditions. And you may be subject to shortages. So you may live in an area or you may have a caliber uh, firearm that there's a shortage on and you can't get that ammo. Ammo. So, you know, having handguns in different calibers is, or, or just makes you less reliant on one caliber, which, you know, if you're, you're capable of more than one caliber, it can actually turn out to work to your advantage. Yeah, I think it can definitely assist somewhere down the line, you know, depending on the reason or situation. Yeah, and some other notable reasons, which kind of falls in my realm, is people might enjoy collecting firearms of various calibers or as a hobby. You know, I do like to collect. And, you know, training with different firearm calibers can help improve your marksmanship skill. Uh, it allows shooters to gain experience with different recoil patterns and ballistics. So, you know, for me, I know the firearm I'm shooting on that day in the range, and I know what to expect, you know? Yeah, I kind of agree with that, John. And it helps become a more efficient, effective shooter. hundred um, percent. It's also important to note that well, having a selection of handguns in different calibers, and it offers advantages, it also comes with responsibility. And owners should ensure they were all well-trained and knowledgeable about the safe handling and operation of each of those firearms. Okay, so we're trying to put this all together so you really understand the reality of what caliber best works for you or fits for you Um, and you have to understand that things like comfort price point and of course ability to handle are going to play a role but let me give you an example and we'll use a carrier concealed carry scenario Uh, your choice would depend on your personal preference the concealability your recoil tolerance, and of course, specific circumstance in which you intend to carry the firearm. And if this was the case, my recommendation would be for myself, a good concealable firearm in nine millimeter, secondarily in a 380, but I would pick that nine millimeter because I love the balance between the stopping power and manageable recoil. And that would be based on how I function with that firearm. And I know I'm capable of that firearm. That would be the direction I go. Now, if I had a hard time with recoil and I wanted to reduce that recoil, maybe I would look into or use the 380 because I'm more accurate and more comfortable because you need to be accurate and proficient if you're ever in a case where you have to use that firearm but the 380 is a smaller caliber but it's also a popular choice 
for concealed carry due to its compact cartridge size and mild recoil and the stopping power is still good. It's slightly less stopping power than the nine millimeter, but people find it useful because it's easier for concealability. So there's a lot of 380 guns that are, that are small. So that's part of concealed carry. And you know, there's always the 38 for concealed carry, um, especially for the people who, uh, I guess, prefer wheel guns. But ultimately, your choice is your choice and my choice is my choice and I like to have a top choice and a secondary choice um, and I know the 38 people out there are on board with that 38 if they're a wheel gun person but we all have our own choice or our own preference so before making that decision consult with somebody that may be able to help you or maybe today's episode may help you in the right direction but each individual has to be comfortable and has to make that choice based on their proficiency and the way they handle that firearm and this whole story can go another way if we're talking about home protection maybe you'll look at a different caliber so training is key own that that proficiency and you move on with your decision. So you may think after that scenario, why not the 22 caliber for a carry option? Well, it's not typically recommended for several reasons, but it's not out of the conversation. The issues with the 22 or the tarnishing, the tarnishing of the 22s are first and foremost the lack of stopping power compared to the larger calibers like the 9mm 380 or even 38. It's penetration reliability. That's a big question mark. And when it comes to a rimfire cartridge, a rimfire cartridge is less reliable and more prone for misfire. And given these limitations, many firearm experts and instructors recommend using a more potent caliber for self-defense, for a self-defense purpose. And carrying is usually a self-defense purpose. However, regardless of the caliber you choose, shot placement and training remain crucial factors, despite the caliber size. But let me make this statement from a whole nother perspective. Now, I'm saying I'm not all about the 22 caliber, definitely for carry or personal defense, but let me state this. I still would not want to be shot with a 22. So just throw that up in your head for food for thought. Now, Dave, are you down with getting shot with a 22? Hell no. With that mentioned, I think it's still a more vi valuable option than a taser or even pepper spray. So how bad can a 22 be? Okay, so it's still an option out there that provides some strength. 
And it's your job to choose the firearm that you feel comfortable and capable of handling. So I'll wrap this part up with this. I'm a nine millimeter guy all day, every day. That's just me, but I know I'm not alone on this. Yeah, I like the nine millimeter based on, you know, my choice and needs. I'm going with the 380, John. Right, so that's perfect. That is your choice and you know how you shoot with it and you know what you're comfortable with. So, you know, even though I still, I still know I'm not alone with the nine millimeter, that's fair. 380 is my, my, my point, my go-to. And listen, you know, we've done this. I get in that 380 mood where I'll shoot 380s all day. Yeah, you do. You do. Another one in the books for me and my buddy, the Alabama Slammer, Dave Simon. That concludes episode 13. I hope we provided some good information that'll help lead you in the right direction. Remember, any questions or concerns, shoot me an email at varsityfirearmstraining at gmail.com. And if you're bored, check out my website at varsityfirearms.com. Also, check us out on Facebook, Varsity Firearms, Instagram, Varsity underscore firearm, X, Varsity Firearms. Sounds good, Dave. Sounds good to me, John. Take care. And be safe. Just a quick PSA, Varsity Firearms Podcast is not affiliated, partnered, or paid by any mentioned retailer, association, or organization. All information is delivered at a personal experience, and they're truly just my recommendations. <laughs>